Seniors, does your doctor regularly reach out to check on you? Can you walk into your doctor's office and see them if you need to? Do you have your doctor's cell phone number and can you call them anytime, day or night? At Dedicated Senior Medical Center, their only specialty is caring for seniors. Dedicated makes it easy to get the primary care you deserve. Doctors spend more time with patients than the doctors you may be used to. They offer telehealth visits, help you get your medications, and even make sure you get to your appointments. If your doctor isn't treating you like family, it's time to say yes to Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Call Dedicated Senior Medical Center today to schedule a visit and find out what you're missing. Call 813-359-1448. That's 813-359-1448. Appointments available now. Welcome to Cafecito with Rosie on air, where you'll get to know local professionals, entrepreneurs, movers, and shakers, and how they're helping their community. Hear exclusive interviews from thriving individuals, get inspired, and learn from them. And now, your host, author, speaker, commissioner, Medicare broker, business owner, published author, and business trailblazer, Rosie Paulson. Bienvenidos to Cafecito with Rosie on air. My name is Rosie Paulson and I'm the owner of Rosie Paulson Enterprises and SNR Services. My company's motto is knowledge, connection, success. And we are grateful to dedicated Senior Medical Center for believing in Cafecito with Rosie on air. One of the reasons that I created this show is so we can get to know our community leaders, who they are, what they do, and how they help the community. Now, I have met this wonderful lady. Actually, we met over the internet first. She has an amazing networking group called Babel Networking. But right now, let me tell her a little bit about, let me tell you guys a little bit about Anna. She's originally from Mexico where she owned and managed a business for almost 10 years. She has lived in the U.S. since 2005, and her passion is about finances, languages, and different cultures. She speaks English and Spanish fluently. She translates in French, Italian, and Portuguese. She became a New York Life License Agent during last year's quarantine. The pandemic really hit her business goals and financial plans. But instead of feeling discouraged, she decided to raise herself from the struggle. So she decided to add more tools in her career to be able to help and guide people to be more financially prepared when life all of a sudden happened. She got really involved in finances when Back in 2009, one of her best friends became a New York Life agent in Mexico, and she educated her about the importance of being protected and protect what we love the most and how to be wise with how we handle money and income. What really motivates her in life is to be able to help and guide people achieve their financial and human development goals. She's also passionate about helping business owners grow their businesses. She lives for her God, her God believes and faith, 
for her family and her friends. She's also a mom of a two-year-old little boy. He is the cutest thing in the world. So she is enjoying the beauty of motherhood. She enjoys attending and singing at church. She's a coffee drinking drinker. She likes traveling, photography, and her favorite food is tacos al pastor. Ana, how are you doing, my friend? Welcome. <laughs> I'm doing good. I just remember the tacos now. Yeah, I know. Now I have to like, all I can think about is tacos al pastor, man. I could like, <laughs> I can't wait now. I'm hungry. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. It's time, huh? It's that time of the day. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Anna, I know you are an amazing lady. I know you and I met personally, virtually, but then when we met personally, it was like a, uh, like we've known each other forever and ever. Um, but it's because of your servant heart, and that's so important. So tell me a little bit about, I know coming to the United States was probably a culture adjustment. Um, tell me, what was your biggest challenge? How did you overcome that part? And why do you do what you do? <clears throat> okay, well, about coming to this country, <clears throat> yes, it is a big challenge. We don't really think about all the things that we are giving up, you know, when we leave our hometown. Uh, and all the things that we have to face, you know, it's even though we speak the language, uh, there is always a language barrier, you know, yeah. because um, <clears throat> we don't uh, joke maybe the same way, we don't communicate the same way, we didn't, there are sometimes, uh, I love languages, I love studying languages, and there is no way that you can translate some of the things you want to say if you don't have a culture or if you didn't live in the country uh -huh. or you were not raised in that country. So the, the communication barrier because of language was the first challenge. The second would be <clears throat> the family culture uh, uh, and the place where I was before that was in Texas. I was really very far away from that kind of culture of being like really close to family or what family really meant. And uh, the third one, of course, would be the food. It's <laughs> so important. <laughs> so yeah, that was another challenge. I had to get used to the fact that, uh, well, the dinner time was different. And the uh -huh. food was completely different. So, of course, our our dinner time is basically in Mexico, like, around 2 o'clock. So, here I started, like, having dinner, you know, like, 6 o'clock. And, of course, uh -huh. I started gaining weight at the beginning. Uh -huh. So, I was like, oh, my goodness, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, there are a lot of things, you know, that you have to get used to when you are in a different country. Uh, but... I think the main thing is whenever you don't lose your personality or whenever you don't lose yourself, it does not matter where you are at. If if God is still leading your life, you'll be good and you'll adapt yourself to any circumstance. Yes, and that is that is so true. And I believe as business owners too, I think that's what needs to ground us because we get pulled in so many different directions, especially as, as women, right? We are community leaders, we're moms, we're wives, we're, we're 
church leaders and all that stuff. So you really need to ground yourself where you have to have sanity on yourself to be able to be the best that you can be to give others. Um, because as, as, as women, we are created to be that nurture. Um, and it has to start with us. It has to start with putting ourselves first. Um, so tell me a little bit about, I know you've been working with New York Life, which is, again, part of, in our culture, uh, life insurance sometimes is something that people do not talk about or they're taboo or they have this horrific upbringing of believing that bad, that, that protecting your loved one, not, not the life insurance part, but they just thinking about what will happen after you pass away. And they think that this is something that is macabre or perhaps something that we should not talk about. So tell me, how did you get into doing this? Um, and how, do you, how are you able to educate others, especially in our community, um, to look at it in a different perspective? Okay, yes. Well, first of all, it was, as you said at the beginning, uh, my best friend started doing this when I was 28 years old. And she was also 28 years old when she started doing this. And she tried to communicate with me in Mexico about the importance of being protected and planning for our future. And it was something I didn't even want to talk about. I was not really open to the idea of thinking that I was going to die one day or that I had to retire. That, that was like very far from my future in that time. So I was like, I don't need this, you know, and then she was such a good friend to me that uh, she, because I was going to be out of the country and she didn't want me to travel without my life insurance. And uh, she actually gave me as a gift a policy, uh, well, not the whole policy, right? But at least the first year she gave it to me as a gift. And when I was reading it, I was so impressed with all the things that you never think of. Uh, and then I started seeing how much money I was going to be able to save in a long term. So I was pretty amazed. So I really started talking to people about it and she started getting a lot of customers. Okay. So she was just like, okay, Anna, thank you very much. You should do this for a living because literally I'm just getting these customers and they don't even, I don't even have to talk to them into it because they already have information. So they're just, they just want to sign, you know, and start mm -hmm. doing this. And um, she always told me that she was always telling me stories about things that were happening in the industry or her customers, how just life happens. And I even thought that she was very negative. And I told her, you are very negative because, I mean, really? And she was like, no, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to educate people about protecting. And then, believe it or not, life happened. And she lost her life in a car accident three years after she got that policy for me. And it was, it was really hard because we were together uh, in a restaurant and we went home and she never made it home. And I had just seen her. So it was so hard for me. It's been one of the most difficult things that I had to go through. 
And then in the process of grieving, then I started to understand, I, I'm sorry, I started to understand how important it was and, and how true it is to really just life happens, you know, and we don't think of it. We are not, um, we don't want to think of it because it's hard, but we need to see it in a, just in a planning way. Like, what do we want to leave or why, who do we want to protect mm-hmm. if something happens? Yeah, and I believe the biggest thing is to take the emotion out of the decision because we emotional individuals. So usually when we are making a decision based on stress, based on, on grief, based on all the stuff that happens when life happens, um, that's the reason why you want to make sure that you make these decisions with the facts and not the emotions. Um, and that's why preparing is so important. Exactly. And not only that, but nowadays with all these different uh, options for life insurance, you're not only protecting, but you can also start a legacy mm-hmm. for your family and for generations, you know, and I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I believe also like, um, I, I think even grandparents can start, uh, legacies for their uh, grandchildren, right? Because if you start a fund for them when they're born, for their college, or for when they retire, for, for when they get older, just put a little bit of money aside. Um, you building is is building their their uh, income on this long term commitment that you're doing for them. So by the time that they are of age, you've already given them an opportunity to have the upper hand because they have a good solid ground on the financial aspect of their lives. Exactly. Yes, that is so true. It is so true. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you have, uh, I know you have your little boy and we have talked about being boys, moms and how, um, you know, we are totally different from boys, but they keep us up and, and uh, aware of our surroundings. Uh, it's a special bond between mother and son. <laughs> Same thing with mother and daughters, but mothers and son is like, I believe it's, it's just you, you tend to have that courageous aspect of your life that you have to live by because you want to make sure that your son don't get scared or that he's not afraid of, of being a, a um, courageous and heroic and all that stuff, right? And even though we are more of a, of a, oh, let's not do that, we have to see those things in a different light because of our son. Um, tell me a little bit about that experience with your son. Has it, has it been something just out of this world for you like it was for me? <laughs> yes, a little bit. It is, it's been, oh, a challenge you know but I think it's been more a joy for me every day than a challenge <clears throat> it is uh, every time I see him smiling it is so much fuel for my day um, the fact that I have the opportunity or that God trusts me with him it's just sometimes I cannot even believe it like I see his face and I'm like really is he my son this is such a miracle. I mean, I cannot believe it. I don't deserve it, you know. And he's such a good soul. And we tend to believe that we are the ones who are going to be guiding 
the our kids, but he has taught me so much. Like I can see how much I have grown as a woman, as a human being since he was born. Wow. So it's been it's been an adventure. It's been um, sometimes difficult because I've been doing the single mom already almost for a year. But the bond that he and I have, it is it is something I cannot even put it into words. I, how how we are connected, how we, you know, like just spending time together or the, 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 the time that we have together is just so precious, you mm-hmm. know, and I love singing with him, dancing with him. He's such as crazy as I am, I guess. Yeah. And he has such a good sense of humor. I mean, he is... He is me a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and enjoy every single every single minute because they grow up so fast. Steven now is 26, almost 27 years old. He's still, he's always going to be my baby, but, you know, he literally can pick me up now and pretty much whatever he wants <laughs> with me. But we still have that bond. Uh, it will never, never change. He's a good soul and he's a good kid. Um, uh, his heart is in the right place. Sometimes he, he's set on his ways, but at the end of the day, he is a good soul and, and somebody that I'm very proud to call my son. Um, now let's talk a little bit about business, right? So I know you used to have a business in Mexico for about 10 years and then you move over here to the United States. Is it different uh, is it different to do business here in the United States than what it is in your country? <clears throat> well, according to laws and standards, yes, it is. It is completely different. But uh, how you can grow your business, mm-hmm. I think it's the same. I think me, in my case, my one of my biggest philosophies have been building relationships mm-hmm. and that's what I've been doing you know I just didn't know that I was doing it before but mm-hmm. I I can tell you like for example in my wedding mm-hmm. uh, all my bridesmaids were my friends from high school mm-hmm. so I just didn't know oh and some of them were from kindergarten mm-hmm. so I just didn't know that how how passionate I was about building relationships for life. Uh-huh. So that's what I did in Mexico. Of course, it was easier there because I was raised there, so people knew me better than here, you know. So it's easier for people to trust somebody when they already know you or they know your family, right? Uh-huh. So, but at the end, it's the same thing. I think that's the best. Uh, marketing you can have for your business, building relationships for life and really uh, just start or make people trust you just being you. Right, right. And I believe that's part of why you created Babel Networking, correct? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yes, uh, well, that's exactly what we're promoting in that uh, networking group is building relationships. Uh, we have forgot what really networking means and we come to the meeting sometimes and we believe that we are going to sell our product in the in the meeting or we see the people in the meeting or the business owners we see them as our clients which I mean that happens but that's a plus 
I think you need to come to the networking meetings with the uh, with the objective of really building relationships because that's the only way you are going to make more people to know what you do. Mm-hmm. So we started this group back in um, February of last year when a friend and I, she's also from Mexico, we wanted to start a business and we are new here in Florida and we didn't know anybody and we were going to networking meetings and we were just living with a bunch of business cards but we were not really connecting with nobody or we Uh were trying to call them back and they couldn't even remember us. (laughs) So we're like, (laughs) who are you? So we were like, oh no, yeah, and then you had to wake up so early, you know, and then, what was that? Right. Yeah, and then drive, you know, and, and, uh, and, but, I mean, there was no really a connection with nobody, so we decided to start our new, our own networking group, and we said we were going to do it differently, you know, we want to really be able to connect with somebody, we want to connect with people, we want to build relationships, and we just started promoting it, and we had our meeting with five people, so we were so excited, because we didn't know, know anybody, you know, so for us, it was like a big, a big accomplishment, and then, well, we got to meet in person really twice, uh, before the pandemic hit, and then we just started uh, meeting virtually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, so that tell me a little bit. So you adapted, you pivoted, and you adapted, um, but you also grew to the point that you have a traditional group, and then you have a Hispanic group, right? I mean, you grew that well that you still have now two different groups. Exactly. Yes, so we have now, we have grown so bad that we have three chapters. We have a Hispanic one, we have a morning session, and we have a night session as well. So we wanted to really get to the Hispanic community. It was very important to me, but some of them, even though they were business owners, they uh, did not speak English or they did not feel comfortable speaking English or they just wanted to do it in Spanish, you know, Uh so... I was like, okay, I think it's time for us to really start, you know, like Hispanic group and do it only in Spanish. So that's the way we've been trying to get to the Hispanic community as well and just help and support other business owners. We've met great people, great people also, and Hispanic community, yes. Yeah. Like you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. So... This is kind of probably going to be our last question, and I want to I want to um, give this opportunity. Um, I know that we talked about the culture that was very difficult, but you overcame. But if if you can go back in time and tell the younger Anna something that you can use today, something useful, what would that be? Like, what would you tell your younger self? Um, about today, the things that you know today? Okay. I would say, I would say, oh, that's a good question. Wow, you you made me think now, Rosie. (laughs) Okay, I would say. (laughs) Like a tool or something about yourself that you learn now. 
that you okay. know you always had it, but perhaps you did not develop it back then. Yes. Yeah. So it could be probably try to understand more how people behave. Don't take everything so personal. Mm -hmm. Don't take things for granted. And just know yourself better and give yourself time to know yourself better. And you'll see all the strengths that God has given you to accomplish his mission in life. Perfect. Perfect. So, Anna, how can people connect with you? Uh, well, I can't. You can find me in any coffee shop. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, that could be. Uh, well, I am on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm also on Twitter, like Anna Dominguez, the show. But um, my phone number, uh, mm -hmm. is it good that I get my phone number? Go ahead. Okay, it's 727-698-2929. There, uh, I am available for uh, any business owner if they can, if they want to join the networking group or if they, anybody needs any free financial consultation, I can do that as well. Awesome. Thank you, Anna. I really do appreciate your time. And my friends, the people you surround yourself with will impact your behavior. Choose wisely. That's one of the quotes of my book. Because you are as successful as the six people you have in close contact with. Choosing wisely means, you know, try to get people that they are, the they have the same ideals as you are, the same habits, the same uh, dreams. So when you are feeling a little down, they will lift you up and together you work towards the same goal, making this world a better place. And if you turn that for your business, people will come. They get to know you. First of all, they will find you. They get to know you. They will like you, trust you, and do business with you. Remember, my friends, we only have one life. Let's leave it to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening to my show. To stay pure, stay positive, and stay inspired. This is Rosie Paulson. Ciao. You just enjoyed another episode of Cafecito with Rosie on air. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and visit www.rosiepaulson.com to learn more about Rosie Paulson Enterprises. Stay pure, stay positive, stay inspired. Seniors, can you walk into your doctor's office and see them when you need to? Do you have your doctor's cell phone number? And can you call them anytime, day or night? At Dedicated Senior Medical Center, their only specialty is caring for seniors. Dedicated makes it easy to get the primary care you deserve. If your doctor isn't taking time to listen to you or isn't treating you like family, it's time to call Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Schedule a visit to find out more about the care you deserve. Call 813-359-1448. That's 813-359-1448. Appointments available now.